Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Chicago Bulls look to hope to build a new win streak as they face the Los Angeles Clippers tonight. We're going to talk about that game, preview that. We're also going to talk about why trading uh, Kobe White for Jay Crowder just really does not make sense long-term for the Chicago Bulls. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, as you guys know, it's game day. And so the Bulls face the Los Angeles Clippers tonight at home, starting a three-game home stretch for the Chicago Bulls that hopefully at the end of this home stretch and and some home cooking and being in their own building and their own beds and their own this for a while, the Bulls maybe can build a sizable winning streak coming into this. Now, it's not going to be easy against the Los Angeles Clippers. This is a team that, even though their record doesn't necessarily show, we know when the Clippers are fully healthy that they can definitely be a championship-level team, at least in my opinion. But the biggest question with the Los Angeles Clippers has always been the health being around them. How many games are you going to get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to play together? Now, coming into this game tonight, both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George set out the Clippers' last game against against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So does that mean that they're going to be fully healthy and ready to go? Neither one are listed on the injury report as of now. So that means that the Bulls are going to have a tall test. And this is another roster, at least in that starting lineup, where it presents some matchup problems for the Chicago Bulls. You look at Terrence Mann. Ayo DeSumo, I'm I'm calling that a draw. But then you have Paul George and Zach Levine, and the matchup in this is going to be key to who steps up defensively. Paul George, when he wants to be, is one, can be one of the better defenders in the league, and especially against a player like Zach Levine that gets frustrated and that mentally you can take him out of his game. Zach Levine is going to have to be locked in, but also give effort on the defensive side of the ball in this game, in that matchup, to give the Bulls a chance. You also look at Kawhi Leonard versus DeMar DeRozan. It's another one in which DeMar DeRozan could have a, a tough night with Kawhi Leonard guarding him. Just depends on how many minutes Kawhi Leonard plays and which Kawhi Leonard shows up for the Los Angeles Clippers. Then the Nicholas Batum, he's probably going to be in that starting lineup. Him, Patrick Williams, again, Pat just needs to own it defensively and continue to shoot the ball and not hesitate on that offensive side of the ball to help the Bulls. And then Zubak and Nikola Vucevic. This is the matchup that I'm most concerned about. Because the Bulls have looked their best when they played down low through Vooch, you have a center in Zubak who is solid defensively, solid on offense, not amazing at either, but when you throw in his ability to pass at times, how efficient he is when scoring the ball, things like that, you know that Zubak can have a big game, and he's the exact type of center that causes some matchup issues when it comes to Nikola Vucevic. So, Again, this is going to be a game in which the big three have to play like a big three, but even if they do, they may not get the output that we're used to seeing from them. We're going to need the role players to step up. If the stars, 
do run into these matchup issues and they can't necessarily give the scoring output that we're used to seeing from them, we need Io, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, Goran Dragic to be locked in this game. And this is a game in which Derrick Jones Jr. is listed as probable. So we're not even sure if Derrick Jones Jr. is going to play in this one. Now, everyone did practice last night for the Chicago Bulls. So more than likely he'll be available. But again, how much is that going to hamper him? Are we going to go and see some Andre Drummond? This is another matchup in which outside of Zubak, they don't really have a lot of size. Now, they do have Moses Brown. They have not been playing him a lot in this season unless they have players out with injury. So if he does not play, I hope that we see Billy Donovan go to Andre Drummond and not try to play down to the size and match that small ball lineup. Because I tell you what, um, at times, Nicholas Batum has been their backup center. And if they try to do that, um, Robert Covington's out, so they may have to go to Moses Brown. And while Moses Brown does have length, length he's 7'2", 245 pounds. We know that Andre Drummond can make it difficult for him in there. And this may be a game in which we need Andre Drummond's rebounding. One of the things with the Chicago Bulls, and this is a story that I talk about every time, is looking at the other team's uh, rebounds and what they average. The uh, Los Angeles Clippers are right in the middle of the pack of the NBA. I'm a little uh, ahead of the Bulls, though, in rebounds per game. So the Bulls have to be locked in in this game. They have to be. And we need to see that team rebounding uh, aspect in this team again. Everyone needs to rebound as a team. And the Bulls can have some success, especially at home. Now, this has been a Bulls team that hasn't necessarily showed up the best always at home. Now, we are shooting 48.9% as a team here lately, which is almost 50%. That is solid shooting. We need that efficiency again from the Chicago Bulls. Ball movement, player movement. Things that have been the story for the Chicago Bulls dating back to last season. That's what we need to see with this Bulls team and them to be locked in. Because I tell you what, the Clippers are going to come in and try to punch you in your mouth early. That's what they're going to try to do. And if you allow that to happen and then you don't respond very well, which the Bulls at times don't respond well to getting punched in the mouth and facing adversity early in games, this could be a long night for the Chicago Bulls, even at home against the Los Angeles Clippers. They have to be locked in. We need our role players to step in and play a big role in this game because this is a game that I foresee us needing some high-level production off the bench from at least one player and then as well as one of our role players in that starting lineup when you look at Io when you look at Patrick Williams they cannot pass up open shots Io cannot pass up open threes in this game he has to take it because I tell you what the way that the Clippers play defense they're going to try to make them they're going to try to make them shoot and force them to guard them if the role players on the Chicago Bulls do not do that if Kobe has a cold night if Goran has a cold night Derrick Jones Jr. isn't putting pressure on the offense and defense when he's out there on the court. If he does play, replace that name with Drummond. If it's Drummond, this is going to be a long night for the Chicago Bulls, and this is not going to be an easy matchup at all. And the Clippers right now, 28-25 and 25 on the season. As the Bulls are trying to get to 500 and trying to salvage their season, there can be no more nights off in the month, in the month of February. I know this is the last game in January, but they cannot. This is one of the most important months for the Chicago Bulls, not only in what do they possibly do in bringing in more talent, which is something we'll talk about here in a second, but just if they can win this month, this is what maybe this is going to be the month that determines if the Bulls are going to even be a playing team. God forbid if they can get above that and skip the playing tournament. All is going to be told in this month, and it just that's just it. The Bulls are out of of runway. They're out of the 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 the, the buffer games. They're out of that. Every single game matters for the Chicago Bulls in their remaining thirty three games. They have to go eighteen and fifteen. If they just want to be at 500 at the end of the season, which then may not even guarantee them a spot in the play. And so the Bulls have to be locked in from now until the end of the season. And if they are not, 
the season's going to start slipping away, and then AK and Eversley have to make some tough. De- they have to make tough decisions this offseason anyway. You have to make tough decisions on this roster. You have to look. You have to evaluate. And so this every game matters for the Bulls. The Bulls have no more off nights. They have no more gimme games. They have no more of any of that. With the way that this team has played against sub-500 teams, they have no more of that. Now, we have a team above 500 coming in the building tonight, which the Bulls have done really good at, not necessarily in the West. That's where this thing uh, can, can deter for the Chicago Bulls. Yes, they've looked good against the top teams in the East, but they haven't really gotten a lot of wins against those Western Conference teams. The Bulls need to be locked in tonight. Zach Levine cannot have the harebrained, dumbass mistakes that he makes in fourth quarters in this game because I project this game is going to be a close game down the stretch of the whole game, at least I hope, because that's going to give the Bulls a chance. DeMar DeRozan has been very active here lately on the, uh, on the defense and offensive side of the ball, moving the ball, especially when he's double-teamed. He's trusting his teammates a little bit more. We've seen the clip, him and uh, Zach fussing at Patrick Williams about passing up a shot. This is a game that we need our role players to shoot and shoot consistently and confidently. They have to. You have to work them into the game. And I would not be surprised at all if Billy Donovan is this, if this is not one of the games where we see kind of early in the game, Billy Donovan run a couple of plays for Patrick Williams to make sure he stays engaged and involved in this game. And yes, it does suck that you have to say that. But again, as we said before, it's about building the confidence of Patrick Williams right now. And this is a game we're going to need it. We're going to need Pat to step up. We're going to need Iowa to experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. 
MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Step, but we're going to need everybody to play in their roles efficiently and effectively. And this is the type of game where Alice Caruso is highly important for the Chicago Bulls. The way he gets turnovers, the way he pushes the pace, the way that he, he plays defense, it's all going to be Highly important for the Chicago Bulls in this matchup that we get that type of output from Alice Caruso as well as others. The Bulls cannot take this game lightly. And if they do, listen, we already know. Like, we know what's ahead of the Chicago Bulls if they don't find a way to keep having success this season. That is, this team is going to miss the plans. That is, your fan base is going to be upset. That is, it could very well come with chopping some heads off when it comes to the uh, to the offseason. So we'll see if the Bulls can do it. You guys know I'm outside the point of predicting wins and losses for the Chicago Bulls team just because of how up and down they've been this whole entire season. But hopefully we see the correct Bulls team that we need and deserve to see at home in the UC, which is a sanctuary for many. Like if you guys, if you guys have grown up with the Chicago Bulls and just, you know how important it is and how special it is walking into that stadium. So hopefully the players show up in a way that is meaningful and that we need tonight against the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, one of the things that I do want to talk about before we go is I know there are a lot of proposed trades and, and rumors going around that the Bulls have had trade conversations with uh, the Suns for Jay Crowder surrounding Kobe White. And I spent some time thinking about this. And while, and we talked about this a little bit on Locked on Bulls, so if you also watch that show, I'm, I'm, I'm doubling up a little bit here, but to just be put on it, to, just, it, to me, I think the Bulls, at least I hope that they have learned of trading young talent for veteran players that are basically at or over the hill at some point. Now, Jay Crowder, still a very damn good player, 32 years old. He has not played a lick of basketball this season because of what non-basketball related reasons. He's not injured or anything, but just because of what's going on with the Suns. But to match the salary of a $10 million contract and having to give up your 22, 23-year-old young prospect with that, we've seen this story before. And while the moving for Jay Crowder, I would love, if, if the Bulls were a fifth seed, or sixth seed, and they were making that move to kind of move up their standings, that's different. And I know Bulls fans, and I understand, you're not wrong for wanting the Bulls to, to, to bring in Jay Crowder. There's nobody, there's not a wrong mindset in wanting to bring Jay Crowder to the team. Yes, it's a win-now move. Yes, it's a move that is a playoff-type move, and that's the move that you see playoff teams make at trade deadlines. I understand that. But this Chicago Bulls team, look at how, how burnt just this front office is by the young players that they've sent out. And I know some people are going to get to saying, well, who's to say that Kobe White's coming back at the end of the season anyway? He's a, he's a free agent. But the difference is he's a restricted free agent. And when you have restricted free agents that, that leave your team, you have more leeway, right, And, 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 and to, to, to try to get something back from the team that signs him. And if the Bulls trade for Jay Crowder, they would be giving up more than they would get back. You're not getting back any picks if you trade Kobe White, Tony Bradley, or whoever else to make the salaries work for Jay Crowder. You're not getting that back. If anything, the Bulls may have to include the Portland pick because we've heard the Phoenix Suns want a young player or a first-round pick back for that. So I understand the mindset. I understand why the, why the Phoenix Suns may be motivated to bring in Kobe White, especially looking at decisions that they may have to make about their future um, leading into this, and they still have a nice young core down there. Kobe White would definitely fit that timeline. But to me, the Jay Crowder thing, yes, I would love the acquisition on this team. But when you look at what Kobe brings off, even when the shot's not falling, but he's a, a career 36%, 36.9% shooter from deep, taking almost six three-pointers per game in a team that needs three-point shooting. His defense has been hugely important in the Bulls' wins. 
and his ability to move the ball. And if you bring in Jay Crowder, who again is a solid player, I don't want to say anything bad. Like this isn't an indictment on Jay Crowder being bad. Let me be clear here. It's not. Would love the idea of Jay Crowder being on this team. It's more of a concept of this Bulls team has been burnt before. In midseason deals, you don't get enough, you don't get as much back for players in midseason deals. I still think that the Bulls could get more back if, if a team out there wants to sign Kobe and they try to do so in restricted free agency, the Bulls would have leverage to help facilitate that deal and then maybe get something back. Maybe a future uh, heavily protected first rounder that's maybe lottery protected, top top 20 protected, something like that. There is a possibility of that. But I, th- I look at that asset, especially as a, as a team that's given up first round picks here recently, as more valuable than adding a player that you could you could very well get upcoming in free agency without giving up any assets. I get it. Yes, a move for Jay Crowder would absolutely be an important and huge move if this team was on the brink of title contention. This team is so far away from, from we're talking about making a play-in. And if you're giving up, and the Bulls have already done this, we gave up young players with still huge upsides left to just be a first-round exit. The Jay Crowder move is not a move that a team that is fighting to avoid the play-in usually makes and it's beneficial in the long run. And sometimes as Bulls fans, I get it. I want this team to be able to compete and be competitive as soon as possible. But we can't be looking so far forward that we're not in the present present as well. In the present time for the Chicago Bulls, a move for Jay Crowder, while it would help shore up that bench, and he would probably play some backup center even more than Andre Drummond. That's just the way Billy Donovan works. Not Jay Crowder would absolutely have a role on this team. His nine points, 5.3 rebounds, two assists on 40% shooting would absolutely help this team coming off the bench and his toughness. But the thing, the fact of the matter is I'm looking at it like this. Jay Crowder isn't going to come in and all of a sudden be your leader. We tried that with Tristan Thompson last year. And yes, Jay Crowder projectedly is a much better player and still has more in the tank than what Tristan Thompson did. But expecting someone to come in midseason and be the voice of your locker room, if you're depending on that, the story's already written. So I'm looking at this Jay Crowder deal, and while I'm not against the Bulls trading for Jay Crowder, it's specifically about this Kobe White part of the deal, and you don't definitely want to include Alice Cruz, so I'm just looking at it like, to me, and the way that I think that AK and Eversley are going, or they're trying to hold on to their own young talent, or get something back that's still young, not these veterans for it. And I love the idea, like I said, I'm going to keep saying, love his toughness, love the defense, love everything that Jay Crowder brings to the game, but right now... I'm looking at it. I'm weighing it. We're halfway through the season. I just don't know. Over halfway through the season, I don't know if giving up a young guard with still a lot of upside as he's shown this season and making the progressions that he's made in certain areas of his game, I don't know if that's the move that the Chicago Bulls should be making at this point in time. Again, the other rumors that are coming out, especially when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks rumor and things like that, it seems like teams are, are willing to offer more than what the Chicago Bulls could offer for Jay Crowder anyway. So it seems like this may this whole little rant may be all for nothing, but that's just my opinion on it. I know not everyone's going to agree, and everyone shouldn't agree, right? This is not one of those things where I'm sitting there saying, this is the right move to do. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just looking at it and saying, ah, it, it's enough cause for concern for me in looking at a potential Jay Crowder deal built around Kobe White that I'm just like, I don't know if I like that. But you guys can let me know what you think on everything down below, but that is it for me for today. You know it's game day. So I will be having pregame, halftime hangout, and postgame live streams all tonight 
around the game. So make sure you guys are tuned in and subscribe for that. But otherwise, you can follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our weekend mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can. And peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.